can't get enough of the podcast? Lucky for you, our video IQ platform on adorebeauty.com.au houses thousands of articles on skincare, makeup, hair care, and more. Plus, you can find a heap of video tutorials, ingredient spotlights, and brand breakdowns on our YouTube channel. Just click on Beauty IQ in the menu bar of the website or app or search Adore Beauty on YouTube for more beauty content. Welcome everybody to Beauty IQ, the podcast. I'm your host, Joanna Fleming. And I am your co-host, Hannah First. Hannah, I feel like you boohooed this show when I first told you about it, and now you've put it in our our notes (laughs) to discuss today. So please explain yourself. Okay, so let's talk about Ted Lasso. Now, it did take (laughs) me... It took me eight episodes and actually the the critics said the same thing, like it took time for you to really warm to the show. Yeah, you've got to develop the characters. I was crying. Yeah. Like I lit, like, okay, I, it really, really took me by surprise how much I loved this show and can yeah. we just talk about Roy Kent? Okay, I've yeah. never in my whole life watched a TV show and thought, yeah, they created a perfect man. They have created <laughs> the perfect man in Roy Kent. He is. Why do you say that? He's like sexy, but he's vulnerable, and he's 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 like growls, and he's got this deep voice, but he's like he's okay. so emotionally in touch with himself, and like the way he like corrects his behavior, like he does something, mm. and then he corrects his behavior, and then oh my god, I won't give away in season two, but like you'll know. Have you watched season two? Yeah. There was like a hugging scene. Oh my God, I died inside. Yeah. I, and yeah. like the sexy Christmas and he, oh, yeah. I love him. And can I just say another thing about him? He loves Brene Brown, I think. And he, yes. he's done a live episode with Brene Brown. That This is the Brett yeah. Goldstein who plays Roy Kent, but they're one yeah, of the yeah, same yeah. for me. Yeah. Um, he's just, he's, He's the perfect man. I'm so glad that they won awards for this show. And he won an Emmy. He's like, he's like, who is this person? And all of a sudden he's like at the Emmys and everyone loves him. Good on him. But it was a very unique character. Yeah, and he writes on the show as well. And he I've been watching all these YouTube videos. And so he he was in the writer's room and doing the writing and he decided that he was meant to play Roy Kent. And so he sent in like an audition tape saying like, just ignore this if you don't think. Yeah, but he put himself forward for Roy Kent and he said he was like born wow. to play Roy Kent. Um, I love Sam. Sam's oh, a little sweetheart. Oh, he's a sweetheart. You're right. But no, no, I, I just watch it for Roy Kent if I'm being totally honest with you. Okay. I think I'm in love with him. <laughs> I'm in love with a fictional I think character. You might be, yeah. And I, I feel like that's as I was watching, I was like, this is what I'm waiting for. Like, this is the man yeah. that I'm I deserve this. Cause he's just so how perfect. you're feeling about Roy Kent now is how I yeah. feel about Richard from The Bold Type. I uh, feel like that man was created for me. And in real life, he's married with yes. kids. And I'm like, where yes. do I find him? I though? feel like someone was in my brain when they yeah. wrote the character of Roy Kent. Yes. They, they created him specifically for me. Is he your type visually though? Yes. I don't think he is. Yes. Is he? Yes. Yes. Harry Dark. Really? Yes. The, the deep voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He is really hairy. <laughs> I love it. Oh my god, everything about him and the growling. I someone sent me a message on Instagram and was like, "Ugh, the growling." I was like, "Oh, I love the growling. I find it so sexy." 
I think because the character has so many like multifaceted yeah, layers. Yeah. He's a very it's you a know, good character. He's a beautiful man. Um But I can understand if people would hate the character because there's so many things that are just unique to him. <laughs> it's my it's that's my unique brand of, of weed. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I love yeah. him. Now the other thing I did want to say was I um I've been talking a lot about Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. I think their love is yeah. beautiful and I'm obsessed with it. And I was watching them on GQ. There's a YouTube video. If you haven't watched it, yeah, have you watched it, Yeah, I haven't Joe? watched it. No, I haven't, but I've seen like snippets of it. M- Megan Fox knows Machine Gun Kelly. She knows his whole birth chart. Oh, yes, I've seen that. That's the snippet uh, I've seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I did not think this was a good pairing. I was like, what the hell? This is so, such a weird pairing. And then I watched the GQ and I was like, yeah. that's what I, that's what I'm waiting for. That's what I want. I want what they have. Yeah. That's, I am like, that's what we, we deserve is like that kind of love, Joe. Yeah. It still weirds me out a little bit. Um, how they just like stick their tongues out and put them in each other's well, mouths in front of cameras, but I feel like that's all, that's a, that's a, but, but if you watch the GQ thing, they like talk about all the shows that they love to watch together. It's oh, really that's sweet. Nice. Yeah. And, and, and in the GQ article, I think she said, it was like a reflection of her own soul. Meeting him was like oh. a reflection of her soul. Oh, it's that's like nice. very t- it's touching stuff. I'm that's what yeah. I'm waiting for a love like that. All right. Well, what's on today's <laughs> episode? <laughs> so on today's episode, we are chatting to um, our senior editor Amy Clark on TikTok beauty trends. Then we have a very special interview with Joe Malone, CBE. Um, on her brand, Joe Loves, which is la- has launched at Adore Beauty. And then, of course, the products we didn't know we needed. Uh, so as most people know from previous conversations, I have an obsession with TikTok. In fairness, it is part of my job. I am in charge of TikTok channels, so I really do need to know what's going on. But I do get sucked into a lot of the trends and things that happen on TikTok. And sometimes I watch these videos. I'm like, how did this become a thing? Like the most stupid content gets posted on there, but I actually love it. It's like very free and people post whatever they want. And it's like the less polished version of Instagram, which I really like. It's like what Instagram was maybe 10 years ago when it first started. Remember Instagram Um, was just um, your silly photos of food. Yeah. And now people have whole careers on Instagram (laughs) Um, and people have whole careers on TikTok as well. But one of the biggest things um, that you see on there is like skincare and beauty related stuff. So in the first half of this year, uh, we saw a over 9,000% increase in online searches for TikTok skincare, which just proves that skinfluencers are like such a huge resource for skincare advice and recommendations, which is a little bit scary because not all of these people are, are qualified to speak on the topic. But we do have an Adore Beauty staffer, Amy, joining us today. She's our senior editor. And Amy, you've been doing a little bit of research into TikTok trends yourself. So I thought you were the perfect person to talk to us about this. Welcome back to the potty. <laughs> Hello. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, I'm, I've, I've done some investigative journalism for mm. you into these TikTok hacks. Um, yeah, and look, don't try this at home, folks, is basically <laughs> the biggest message. <laughs> One of the most interesting ones I saw recently was a makeup artist using a type of laxative as a primer. What? Did you see that one as well, Amy? 
So this one is actually, so I actually had to Google this. So when Matthew, you know, sent me the email with the the run sheet for today and it said laxative prime, oh, yeah, all right. Oh. <laughs> I hadn't heard that one before. But I looked it up, being the good um, beauty journalist that I am, and it's actually from like 2016 or 2017. Really? And I feel like this is the other thing about TikTok, right? Everything old is now new again. It's, mm. you know, I don't want to sound like an old fuddy-duddy, but it's like, you know, the younger generation, they're like bringing it all back on TikTok. Yeah. But yeah, basically there's this one where it's called Milk of Magnesia and mm. it's a primer. I actually don't know if you can get it in Australia, but oh, it's not a primer, guys. It's a laxative. Not a primer, it's a laxative. <laughs> <laughs> I need to look this up. Milk of mag, it's like a magnesium laxative. And apparently um, it's really great, allegedly it's really great if you have oily skin or if you're sweaty. So so people are using it in, (laughs) forget forget double wear, go straight for milk of magnesium. What the hell? What's the texture? Do we know? It's like a milk. It's like a fluid. Like a yeah, milky like fluid. A I'm looking I've, now. Yeah. It says gentle overnight relief. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd love for you to try this, Hannah, and report back. Yeah, maybe. maybe it, where can I get it from? I'm assuming Chemist Warehouse. Because remember how you said that you'd been taking magnesium and it was giving you diarrhea? Yes, I do. So that um, makes sense. Love yeah. a multi-use product, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Two in one. <laughs> Yeah, Hannah, you're going to have to try that for YouTube and yep. then we'll we'll let everyone know. Yeah. I will say that I think the makeup-related TikTok trends, you know, like it's makeup, you can wash it off. There's like less that mm. can go wrong in terms of um, putting laxative on your face. Um, I would actually recommend, Hannah, you try a face antiperspirant instead of a laxative. So you can actually buy face antiperspirant where? and it full on where from? stops you. Oh, where else? Chemist Warehouse. <laughs> is it called face antiperspirant? It is. Yeah, Google it. Face. You might even get one of my old articles from Mamma Mia come up because I wrote tested it. Yeah. Um, Did it work? Yeah, but it did make me want to pass out because it's like oh. you you the when you sweat that's how your body regulates your temperature and everything yeah, right. and so I was not sweating and obviously I'm just a, fa- a sweaty face sweater um and mm. that's what my body does to keep me healthy and happy. Um so you know all in the name of beauty but Yad's Couchy who is who was um a co-host on Dermal Diaries on Bite Size Beauty She actually, I commissioned an article for her, basically a dermal therapist rating skincare TikTok trends, because this is where it can, and I'm sure, Joe, some of the stuff that you see, you know, makes your your skin crawl. Haunts me to my core. Yes. (laughs) Yes, because this is where it gets really dangerous because, you know, A, it's unregulated. So even a lot of dermatologists on TikTok you know, there can be mm. some questionable questionable advice coming from skin specialists on there. But she did a whole article with some skin-specific TikTok hacks and the biggest one seems to be putting food-related things on your face. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, you would have seen probably the banana peel one. So there's this banana peel one where people are putting, basically what they're doing is they're getting a, a banana and they're scooping out the inside bit that sticks to the skin they're mixing it up and making a little concoction putting it on their under eyes and then popping the skin over the top like an eye patch Mm. 
And um, that's allegedly meant to get rid of your dark circles. I'm probably I, just going to stick with my Murad Vitacine. Yeah, I can tell um, you it's not. <laughs> not going to do that. <laughs> if anything, it's going to cause like a rash. <laughs> yeah, there's that one. Also, it's a lot of effort, right? Like, yeah. I don't have time to be mixing up this stuff. Just use an eye cream. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, the other one is potatoes. So, again, mm. I much prefer my potatoes know fried a chip maybe (laughs) but these people putting raw potatoes on their skin so also for acne people were saying that putting raw potatoes on your skin is meant to help acne is that proven Mm. in any way well here's the thing so like there's there's all sorts of studies out in the on the internet all sorts of different skincare studies things and so if one study says, you know, a, a study of a participants of like 12 people or something say there was a slim chance, yeah. there was a, a slight indication of something, then the internet grabs that and then goes, mm. hey, guys, if you put peel, potato peels on your skin, it's going to get rid of your acne. Mm. Um, mm. Not the case, but this one was actually done in a study in mice. So I'm still probably not going to use skincare advice based on mice. Mm. Um, And I think the problem with the skincare (laughs) advice is that a lot of people are at a point of desperation. Like Mm. if it's specifically if it's aimed at acne, it's like these people have probably tried everything. Like they may not have seen a dermatologist, but they've tried every like over-the-counter cream, serum product that they can get their hands on. And then they're being told by some influencer on TikTok that a potato got rid of it. And they're like, great, I'm just going to give it a crack. Yeah, exactly. But you know, save the potato for the air fryer, not for your, Mm. for pimples. Um, the other one that's actually, um, can do a lot of damage to your skin is bicarb soda or baking soda. So people Mm -hmm. are making, you know how it's, it'd be similar feeling to the Dermalogica microfoliant in that it's like a a white powder, bit granulate, and they're basically mixing that up with some water and putting it on the skin again for most of these are acne-related things, and I think that does yeah. speak to that desperation mm. um, or, you know, you try anything. Um, yeah. But this one can do a lot of damage because it just completely strips your skin's pH levels, breaks your barrier, and we all know what happens when you break your skin barrier. Mm-hmm. It's just absolute carnage. Um, so, yeah, food, probably not a good idea to put food on your face. In terms of actually hacks that are good, because it's not all bad, there are some good ones that I've seen going around. One good one that um, I know Megan from Social Content Team has tried is the heatless curls. Mm. Or um, I saw one the other day that was actually a heatless blow dry, which I'm so excited to try out. Um, And it's very similar to the bathrobe curls where you literally wrap your hair around the robe, tie it up, sleep in it. it but again, it, that's like, is this 2020, you know, that's the 2021 version of rag curls when mm, you used to like yeah. get strips of material and tie them yeah. up. Um, so that one is really great. Um, I looked like Annie um, with like red ringletty curls. So if that's the look that you're going for, definitely give that one a go. Another good one is actually this eyeshadow hack, which I thought was genius because Uh, to do like an actual eyeshadow look, you know, with dimension Mm. and you've got to do it in the crease. It's very intimidating. There's this cool hack where basically you get your palette and you pick, say, four or five shades, starting from the lightest. You just draw stripes, like a stripe of each shade Uh over Mm. your eyelid. I'm 
no one can see me trying to trying to explain this, but yeah, you do it like stripes with the darkest color in the outer corner and the lightest in the inner. You do your stripes and you get your fluffy brush, blend it all in, and you've basically got, you know, a smoky eye, makeup artist-worthy mm. smoky eye. So like stuff like that, I'm all for a, a great time-saving TikTok There's hack. definitely room for error, but it is yeah. certainly like it, it could go right as well. Yeah, well, if you if you find eyeshadow hard, you know, yeah, it could it could couldn't go worse than probably what you've tried before. Yeah. So, um, the other one that I saw was the tan contouring, and I so far have not oh. seen anyone successfully pull this off. But it's where you apply fake tan as like a contour, mm-hmm. like where you would pl- apply a contouring shade. You like let it yeah on your face, so like under your cheekbones, around your hairline, on your jawline, and then you let it develop. And then, like, you wash it off. Should see and my it's face just, like, right you have now. A natural contour. Oh, yeah. Should I try that? I feel like another seen... one. I feel like this is another one that was made for Hannah to try. I'll try that. Yeah. If I did it, it would. I would look like I'd gone and just smeared mud all over myself. Yes. I think but... it probably depends on what skin tone you start with. Like you and I, Amy, very very fair. Hannah's a bit more olive. You could probably pull it off, Hannah. I'd like I'm to gonna, see it. I'm going to give that a go. Yeah. Yep. I wouldn't recommend everyone tries it at home, but um, <laughs> I think Hannah's a good guinea pig, so she'll give it a crap. Yeah. <laughs> I've even got the, like, I've got the brush from Coco and Eve, so I'll just brush yeah. it where yeah. I want to contour and we'll see what happens. Beautiful. But they also are doing it with the, I say they, like the kids are doing it mm. um like as a lip liner as well, which mm. I've seen. Fake tan yes. lip liner. So you know how lip it's like a 90s. Too. I saw that. Yeah, a very 90s brown lip liner and then like the mm. gloss over the top. So is... you just put like a little line under your bottom lip and then you put it like o- over your um, like your Cupid's bow as Wild. well. The things yeah. these kids come up with. I mean, I know. the ingenuity, just... I, I tell you. <laughs> Well, thanks, Amy, for joining us to talk us through these uh, TikTok trends. We might put a few links in the episode notes of uh, the trends we're talking about so people can go and visually see what we mean. It's the kind of thing that you need to, it needs to be seen to be believed. Yeah, totally. Well, thanks for joining us. See ya. All right, so today I don't want anyone to panic, but we kind of have fragrance royalty on the show today. Hannah, stay calm. (laughs) Joining us as our guest on today's episode is Jo Malone CBE, founder and creative director of Jo Loves. Um, Now, Jo Malone CBE has been described as an English scent maverick and the woman responsible for creating some of the world's most loved fragrances. You've probably heard of Jo Malone London. Now, Jo, you started that brand in what what year did you start, Jo Malone? Oh, my goodness. I start, I, I, do you know what? I'm terrible with years. It was a good 30 <laughs> years ago, though. It was a long, I think it was something like 1996. So you sold that to Estee Lauder in 1999 and then you left that company in 2006, but you had a non-compete clause for five years. So that meant you had to stay away from the industry for five years. How did you manage that? Um, torturous it was. I was like a sort of a prowling lion <laughs> oh. trying to trying to create every single day. I think... When you build a brand and you sell it and you and you kind of you, you leave it, um, when I sold to Estee Lauder, I thought I was going to stay forever and a day. I thought it was forever. So the the agreement that we signed, the five year lockout to me, didn't even come into my thought process. It's like, no, I'm going to stay forever. I'm going to be an old lady with grey hair, you know. And uh, but life isn't like that. 
And life throws us these curveballs, and it's what we do with those curveballs that actually define who we really are. Um, And those five years, I I faced a life-threatening situation, and I couldn't identify with the brand anymore. So when I quit, I thought I was never going to return to the industry. And that as I was getting up to the date of of actually leaving the company, I realized I'd made the biggest mistake of my life. And I, and I, whenever I go around the world and I tell this story, I always say that because you know what? We make mistakes in life. We're adults. We take wrong turns. It doesn't mean that the whole of your life is over and that that chapter, but I felt this overwhelming sense of um, regret. And also through chemotherapy, I'd, I'd suffered cancer and I'd done a year's chemotherapy and I'd lost my sense of smell. I hadn't told anyone that. Two weeks or a few weeks after leaving, my sense of smell came back with such a passion. And I, and I was left with fight for five years, not entering the industry or being part of it. So I couldn't, I couldn't do an interview for a beauty magazine that involved any beauty product. I couldn't, I couldn't even um, for myself walk through a department store in a beauty hall. I used to have tears in my eyes because it was the thing, I think what I realized in that time was beauty and fragrance is my best friend. It's not a job or a business or a career. It's my best friend. Mm. I spend a lot of time with my best friend, thinking, creating, and I missed it more than anything. So when that lockdown was over, I felt young enough to give it another go and too old to think of a whole new career. So um, Joe Loves was born around a kitchen table (laughs) with my seven-year-old son came up with the name and he was so sweet. He's, we, we, we looked at all these different names and he said, Mum, just call it Joe Loves because you love fragrance and fragrance loves you. Mm. And, and to this day, um, I mean, he's now mm. 21, but he, when we talk about fragrance, you know, we talk about it as though it's, it's the person, not the product. Oh, I've got um, goosebumps. That doesn't really happen to me that often on a beauty podcast. Oh, um, that's nice. I love how you were just talking about it's funny because you have like a, I guess, the creativity that comes to you and it's in a certain niche area and that kind of never goes away. Um, but I'd love to know, going right back to where it all began, how did your love of fragrance first develop? Um, did you have a favorite fragrance as a teenager that sparked that interest or was it just something that, I don't know, spontaneously happened um, in adulthood? So my sense of smell from a young child was was very, very predominant, but I thought everybody could smell like that. I thought people could smell if it was going to rain or the dog was sick or my father used to paint and I, and I would be able to smell the when the paint was dry or when mum was making face creams, I could smell when the oils were burning um, without a thermometer. So all of those things, and I thought everybody could smell like that, but of course they can't. But I was dyslexic. And I think sometimes when life takes away with one hand, it gives you double load with something else. And I think my sense of smell was one of the senses that really took over my, my kind of life. And um, my very first fragrance that I was bought was Charlie by Lomperic. And I worked in a flower shop. And every Christmas, all the staff would get a bottle of Charlie. And I actually, I kind of really, really loved it. It was, it was one of those, I remember the first time putting on fragrance and going out as a teenager. I was 16, 17. 
And I just felt it was the greatest luxury in the whole world. And I still feel that. Mm. Yeah, I think fragrance, we speak about this all the time, but how fragrance has such a, um, it plays such an important role in like our memories as well and triggering Mm. different times in our lives um, when we're wearing a certain fragrance. Um, So I've been burning Joe by Joe Love's uh, that candle flat out, which is actually really handy because I'm Joe as well. So I've just got my own <laughs> oh. branding in my home. <laughs> no one has to know that it's your branding. <laughs> the um, the Joe by Joe Loves is very fresh and citrusy, which I love because it's something that you want to put on after you've cleaned the whole house. And, you know, it's, mm. it's not a fragrance that I normally go for very woody fragrances, um, but even my housemate commented on how beautiful it was. So can you tell us a little bit about that fragrance? Because I understand that you created that one for yourself. I did. So I love grapefruit. I love anything citrus, clean. I like slightly peppery, spicy. But um, so the first fragrance in the lineup for Joe Loves was Pomelo. And that's a citrus, but it's a very different character. In fact, she's just, she had a happy, we did a birthday party for Pomelo last week. Uh, happy birthday, Pomelo. She's 10. <laughs> um, so that uh, I don't think a fragrance has ever had a birthday party, but we did that. Uh, but Joe by Joe Loves was a, fra- was a fragrance I did. And I just created this fragrance for me. I kind of love it when I'm the only person in the world that wears a fragrance for a moment in time. And Joe, so I created Joe for me. It was, it was full of this. It was like a big banquet of grapefruits, limes, bergamot, spice, vetiver, everything I loved. You know how people say, what would your last meal be? Well, this was my last fragrance. If I was one fragrance mm. on this earth, it would be Joe by Joe Loves. And it's just got such power. And in the candle, often in candles, you can't get, you lose a lot of the top notes in, in the wax. But Joe just, mm. it, it's like an opera for your nose, isn't it? It sings and sings mm. and it fills the space in every single corner. Yeah. Uh, and always when I create a fragrance, first of all, I get one kilo made up and I'm the only one that wears it. And everywhere I went with this fragrance, everybody would come up to me and say, that is the most amazing smell. You know, where is it from? And it was Joe. And I got to that point where I felt I felt I was ready to share her. And, uh, you know, I'm glad I did because it's number one right mm-hmm. way across the world. Mm. We actually cannot produce it fast enough. And it was the first time I put anything in a colored bottle. So it's an, if you, if you're looking for Joe by Joe Loves, it's in a red bottle and all of the line is all in red. Lots of people smelling like you around the world. That's, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you also have a really unique product. It's called the Fragrance Paintbrush. I've got one in my hand back at the moment. I've actually got it in the Joe by Joe Loves. It's really, really unique. Can you explain this to our audience? How did it come about? How did you get the idea and how does it work? So Gary, my husband, who's, who's my, he's my husband and he's also my business partner, uh, said to me one day, when we create this brand, I want you once a year to create a product that is patentable. And once in your lifetime, I want you to change the way the whole world does something with fragrance. And uh, I delivered on both, by the way. The patentable Mm. um, product was the candle shot. So I delivered on that one. But I kept going over and over in my head and thinking, how do I change the way the world does something with, you know, it's, it's been there for thousands and thousands of years. Little old me in London, what, what could I give to fragrance apart from creativity? And I was sitting there one day and I always, when I'm creating fragrance, I've always got a paintbrush in my hand. It must be the leftover bit of um, my father being an artist. 
And I paint with fragrance. I've done it for years and years and years. So I'll dip my paintbrush and as I'm creating, I'm layering rather like colour, blending colour. And I'm painting and think, oh my gosh, that's a really, mm. you know, that's, I do it all the way up my arm and I paint different notes. And as I was doing it, it was, that's it. That's how I changed the way the world wears fragrance. They paint themselves instead of spraying. And when I first presented the idea to my team, who are not my team at right now, um, not one of them thought it was a good idea. They thought it was gimmicky. They thought it was, it would never work. People would never paint themselves with fragrance. So I was the only one that believed in that idea and I pursued it. And in fact, it was the, it was the thing that turned our business, especially in the Far East. People were captivated and now, it, you know, sort of the younger generation think it's the coolest thing in the world to pick up a paintbrush and uh, the easiest thing to travel with actually as well mm, because it's mm. the gel rather than liquid form and it also doesn't invade anyone else's space when you spray a cologne not that that really bothers me about cologne being round me but a paintbrush doesn't do that it only scents your body and your space so yeah I think it was uh, it was definitely the right place at the right time and we're now on the second generation of the paintbrush and uh, and again it's going around the world and people men love it um, and it's it's a very, very unique product and I'm really, really proud of it. Won lots of awards as well. It certainly mm. is very, very travel friendly. I think that's what I worry about most when I'm carrying fragrances in my handbag is that I'm going to end up smashing them and there's going to be fragrance all over my stuff. I don't have to worry about that with the paintbrush. So another thing that we wanted to ask you, so on this podcast, we have I don't know where this came from, Joanna Fleming, <laughs> not, not Joe Malone. Um, we regularly describe fragrances and candles. We call it hot, hot man smell. Um, and basically for us, it's kind of a, we're both single and I guess it evokes that sort of scent that you might smell when you're on a date. And um, anyway, with that in mind, um, are there any fragrances in the Joe Loves collection that you think might meet this description? I'm, I, I can honestly say, in all my years, I've never been asked that question. What is a hot man smell? But um, I'll give. I'll, <laughs> if I if I can remember that far back, I'm. Uh, I will. I will give it a go. I think for me, uh, I love the smell of cologne on a man or a woman. Doesn't matter. And I love mm. that cl- the cleanness of it. The mm. cleanness, but as they walk down the street, it lingers, and you can just smell. This amazing smell. So for me, I think it would be cobalt patchouli, which is this wonderful lavender um, blended with shards of cedar because I never wear one fragrance on its own. Mm-hmm. It's classic. It's contemporary. It's got this wonderful patchouli that dances all the way around it. It's got this deep, rich kind of spice and um, cardamom and, and that, you know, that sexiness I suppose of a, that a fragrance that we all look for mm. and it lingers it stays and it lingers and as it dries down it goes into this wonderful deep clean beautiful um cologne mm. I can't believe the two of you are single by the way <laughs> <laughs> we hear that We've, a lot <laughs> we're, we're we are in lockdown again <laughs> so oh. it's been a little bit challenging yeah. um in these times it has oh, been oh my goodness <laughs> 
<laughs> Joe, I wondered if you had any uh, tips for our audience on how to get the most out of your fragrance. Are there things that we might be doing wrong with our fragrances and we're wasting them or are we not applying them correctly? Do you have any tips for our audience that they may not have heard before? Well, in your hot climate in, in Australia, I remember visiting there. Good to keep it in the fridge when it's really, really hot. And oh, okay. because fragrance, mm. fragrance likes cool and dark. It's a bit like a nocturnal animal. It doesn't like to be hot and it doesn't like sunlight. Uh, the Joe by Joe loves is fine because it's in a red bottle, so it, it helps with the light. Uh, so keep it in the fridge is a good idea. When you spray your fragrance, never rub. People often rub their wrists, don't they, or rub it in. Don't do that because you actually crush the top notes. Let it dry. Um, and, and you can just take an ordinary paintbrush or an ordinary makeup brush that, and just dust it all over your body and then that dries it very naturally with, with some air and you can take and scoop up the fragrance and use it all over. You know, look at your body as though it's a canvas to be painted rather than just sprayed. Mm-hmm. Where to, If you're going to blend with fragrances and layer them, remember that fragrances from the same family, so citrus and citrus, floral and floral, spice and stuff, they always really work together it's when you take fragrances out of each other's sort of families, if you take the heavier note always first. So for instance, if you were going to blend cobalt patchouli with pomelo, you would use the cobalt patchouli first and then the pomelo on top. If you were going to use 42 Flower Shop and Joe by Joe Loves, you would take the Joe by Joe Loves first and the 42 Flower Shop over the top. So you just always use the heavier note and you just smell them on papers, which one is more dominant, that is the one that is the heaviest. Joe, you seem to have so much um, business experience and, and life experience in general and obviously have learned a lot about the business world and I guess the fragrance world. Have you received a piece of advice in your career that you've never forgotten that you'd like to share with other people? I'm just trying to think some of the greatest advice I've ever, I've ever received is I think be yourself. Actually, do you know what this isn't? It, this is a quote from Oscar Wilde, and he says, just be yourself because everybody else is taken. Mm-hmm. And that probably is the best piece of advice as I've got older. Don't try and be someone else. Don't try and copy someone. But, you know, find your uniqueness. Find find the piece of you that that is really you and, and stay within that. Um, never quit on a bad day because uh, often the landscape of life will change very dramatically. Mm. And own everything you do. Mm. Oprah Winfrey, I did many, many, many years ago. I went and did her show and she invited me for lunch. So I went and had lunch with her afterwards. And I said to her, if I could have a piece of advice, what would you say? And she said, "Uh, stamp your identity on everything that you do and own it. And I've lived my life really through that. You know, great women giving me great pieces of advice. Mm. But Uh, Bringing your personality into your day-to-day life will make you much happier than just doing a nine-to-five and uh, and you'll find fulfilment through that. And ultimately, yes, we want successful businesses. Yes, we want all of those things that go with it. But ultimately, we do have to be happy in what we're doing day-to-day. And COVID has taught us that, hasn't it? Oh, definitely. All very good pieces of advice. I didn't expect you to have like <laughs> quotes on hand ready to go, but <laughs> clearly I asked the right person. Um, I do recall our category manager, Micah, who uh, made the call to range Joe Loves. She actually had a call with us um, to run us through the range. And 
I've never seen her be so excited about a fragrance brand. She was just so... And she loves fragrance. She loves fragrance. She's got like a whole wardrobe of fragrance and she just spoke so highly of the brand. So we're very grateful to have um, been able to chat to you today and super excited uh, that Joe Loves is now at adorebeauty.com.au. So you can go and shop the range if we've sold you on Joe Loves. Thank you so much, Joe, for joining us today. It's been a pleasure to chat to you. Thank you so much. And listen, as soon as we can, let's travel. I'll come uh, come to Australia and I will teach you personally how to use paintbrushes and how to blend with fragrance. But in the meantime, enjoy Joe Loves and thank you. All right. Products we didn't know we needed, Hannah. What's yours today? So I got off our live show last night. We did our live BDIQ mm. show and I went straight onto the Adore Beauty website and spent about $100 on fake eyelashes. Um, because that's... you'd done three goes to get yours on <laughs> for the event. <laughs> so I've decided that fake eyelashes are just going to be my everyday, mm. go to the go to the pub, go to a restaurant. Like I'm always going to have fake yep. eyelashes on. So well, Linda actually sent me a text saying, I think you probably saw it on my Instagram, but she said, um, I obviously did full glam last night. And she said, please yep. get around like this every day. This is your true self. I feel like both your parents say that <laughs> when you're full glam. They're like, this is the best you've watched. She wants me to wear fake eyelashes all the time. Um, so uh, last night I wore the Ardell Extension FX. Um, their eye, it says eye opening effect. So they're the ones that I mm-hmm. wore um, last night. They're pretty full on, like very, very like long. And I thought they looked amazing, but um, they did look amazing. Yeah. I, I basically went online last night and bought like every single Ardell lash because they're kind of Ardell lashes are the best. Yeah. yeah. They're really good. And then I also got the duo glue, um, which mm-hmm. I've already got. And then um, the other ones that I think are less full on that I've used are the Ardell Naked Lashes. So they're like mm. probably more your everyday. But yep. I, I just can't do the individual lashes. They're too hard. I did tell you that was going to be the case. <laughs> yeah. Look, I gave it a go. I, I'll keep practicing. You did. But I, I do like the strip. I'm, I'm really into the strip lashes at the moment. Yeah. The strip lashes are so easy to do yourself. I would so get easy. a makeup artist to do the individuals if I was having my makeup done. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, the extension FX was the one that I would do like for an event, but the naked lashes are the for the pub. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. And that's yeah. what we're doing this weekend. Yeah. So Friday night yeah. is like lockdown's over and I'm going to the pub Yay. and I've got this halter neck top that is so re- like I've got to wear booby tape. Um <laughs> You'll see it on Instagram. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty. <laughs> the guys in the pub will be like, whoa. <laughs> and it's like, it's like probably not going to be that many people there because they've got um, yeah. like limits on how many people. But I, I don't yeah. care. Like this is. You're doing it is, for the gram anyway. You're going to get your first trap shot. And- I'm going to. But I also just like I had so much fun getting ready for our live event that I'm just, yeah. I want to do that all the time now. So true. I forgot what it feels oh. like to have your hair and makeup done and then put an outfit on. And then be like, wow, I look good. And your robe, you wear your robe and you sit yes. and you do your makeup. Oh, my God. It was I, – yeah. I spent two hours doing hair and makeup last night. It was the See? best two hours now of you my understand. life. Yeah. Remember I, when you used to be like, how do you take two hours? That's yes, how. Now, now I know. <laughs> yeah, but like it. if you really want to do a good job, I have to – you do need, I think, at least yeah. an hour and a half to do See? a good job. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. And it's it's fun when you take – when you've got that time to spend, it's fun. You put some music on. You just enjoy the experience. I had the music pumping. It was yeah. actually one of the best nights I've had in lockdown. If it's I'm how being to get totally you honest. like hyped up. It's your mm. hype up time. Totally. 
Yeah. Um, I'm looking at yours and I also love this. I've been using it too. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. So I was given a sample of this months ago before it was in the proper packaging to try and uh, I have fallen in love with it. I now have the proper packaging, but I'm still just finishing off the remnants of the sample pack that I had. Um, So it's the Alpha H Melting Moment Cleansing Balm. It's a balm to oil cleanser, amazing for removing makeup, but it can also be used, which I didn't know, it can be used as a hydrating mask. Like you just pop it on for 10 minutes and yeah, which I didn't know, but it makes sense because it's just like a blend of oils. Um, But it helps to remove dirt, makeup, impurities, everything. I find that it removes eye makeup really well too. Yeah, it does. Uh, It smells like oranges. It's got orange leaf extract in it. So it smells um, very citrusy. It's got grape seed oil. Um, So there's lots of nice nourishing ingredients in there. So great for anyone who is a bit worried about stripping their skin when they're taking their makeup off. Mm -hmm. Um, This definitely helps to uh, maintain that balance of your skin so that you don't feel like you're stripped bare afterwards. It's also got bisabolol in it, which is a soothing ingredient that can help to calm down the skin and reduce inflammation as well. So you just want to apply this onto dry skin. That is the most important thing to remember about a cleansing balm or a cleansing oil on dry skin. And then you can rinse it off using water. I usually um, like try and work the water in a little bit before I rinse it off, um, but you can use a face washer to take it off or just rinse it. Um, and then follow up with a another cleanse because I would usually use this in a double cleanse if I was wearing a lot of sunscreen or makeup. So that what do you I, love about it, Hannah? Um, I actually like the smell as well. And I lo- actually, yeah, can it's I be really honest, nice. the, pa- it's it's the packaging for me, I love the beautiful pack. I love Alpha H packaging. It just looks really yeah. nice in the shower as well. Um, but, yeah, no, yeah. I really – I'm – I've been doing um, a double cleanse. I didn't used to, but I do now. And mm. I've been getting my skin ready for end of lockdown for sure. Yeah. I've been going crazy. Yeah. Well, I'm ready to go to James Vivian and get everything done. Yeah. You know, we're we're coming out. Now, it, this is a rebirth for us. Oh, I've got. <laughs> We've I've been got... locked down for so long. <laughs> like, what is it, 260 something days? It'll be 267 days. It does feel oh like. God. It feels like this is the end though. Like it doesn't feel like it's yeah. going to be back and forth. It kind of feels like yeah. this is it. I think with all the other, like when we've opened up previously, you're always like, oh, it'll be two weeks and we'll be back in again. And you just were, you never knew what was going to happen. Yeah. So you couldn't plan anything either. Yeah. Whereas I think now knowing that other states are going to open to us, it just. Should we go to Sydney? Yeah. I feel like we should go to Sydney. That would we be should, fun. Yes. Mm. Yes. Please. And Queens, Queensland is opening too. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Did you see that? Um, and December. Thailand, Hannah. Oh, guys, that's actually opening up before um, Queensland opens. Thailand. Yeah. Opening Remember up. last year when you were like, oh, I'll go to Thailand. I thought it would September. be this year. Um, I'm tentatively going, me and my sister want to go away for three weeks in January. So we're like tentatively, she's getting her lead yes. signed off. And yeah, so I'm hoping I'll go for a I don't know, three, four weeks in January and then I'll be back and then, yeah, and then just back and forth hopefully the whole year. That's my plan. Mm, Love it. Living life to the fullest. Are you going to head away next year? Uh, Who knows at this point? Um, Possibly, yeah. Do you want to come to Thailand? Yes, please. I think (laughs) – I don't know how you'd like my Thailand but – I think you'd get into it. I I, I just – it worries me that there's no air con. You can get a room with air con. 
That's, oh, just, okay, what, that's cool. just the room that I get. I just get like a basic bungalow. You can get a bungalow with a, a aircon, no oh, problem. Just okay. pay a little bit Perfect. extra. Yeah, all right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Would you like a cacao ceremony? Would that be your vibe? I know the colonic yeah. can know from you. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, is the colonic uh, <laughs> optional? Or- <laughs> you don't have to do the colonic, no, with the – no, you can – but I think you'd really get into the spiritual side of it for sure because oh, I know I would. deep down you're like that. Hey, yeah. just speaking on spirituality, I um, I have been on a few dates with this guy and um, yeah. he the other day he sent me a message and he said, have you read this book? And sent me like a screenshot, um, a photo of the book he was reading. And I was like, oh, my God. And I went, I said, just give me a minute. And I screenshot my Booktopia order, which I'd ordered a few days before, it was the same book. Oh my god, is he your Roy Kent machine gun, Kelly? That that is a weird sign, isn't it? Like, yeah, can you? It I is was a weird like, sign. I can't believe he sent me the same book that I had ordered a few days before. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah so mm. that's my only dating update for this week. Yeah, I don't have any. So there'll be more Sorry. updates <laughs> soon, though, because Joe's rejoining yeah. Hinge we'll and she's going to start going out for cocktails. Maybe. I haven't decided whether I will. <laughs> you so will. You will. I'll get her. I'll get her back on there, guys. So we have yeah. more stories. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you next week at our live show. Thanks everyone for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us. And also we really want to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated. Bye.